0: Into the Sports Page Podcast. I'm your host, Paige DeMocos, here with Jake Arians and Hype Train behind the producer, Mike. What we're doing for the next month is we're breaking down the entire NFL and what they need to do from a draft perspective, what they've done. We're going to rate and rank what they've done. There's going to be a lot of trash talk prior. Uh, heading into this podcast today, there were already a lot of heated moments between Hype Train and Jake, so I'm very much looking forward to today because we're starting with the afc east and we all know hype train's team is the new york jets all right so let's just start right there guys let's start with the old jets the biggest thing that they've done this off season is move up to the number three spot in the draft so let's start off here who should they take with the number three overall pick
1: go ahead hype train lead the way go ahead please tell me this
0: go ahead bud do
1: i have to yeah i call you bud you do bud. I think they're going to take Josh Rosen. No, 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 no. Say what you thought you wanted. I wanted Josh Rosen.
0: Okay. Just so we have that. Just throw it out there. You want
1: want them to take Josh Rosen at three. I want them to take Josh
2: Rosen at three.
0: Okay. And can I say what you said earlier or do you want to say it now? You remember what i said. Go ahead. Jake said, and I quote, the next Jay Cutler is Josh Rosen. Yes. To which Hype Train is having the same reaction again. He's getting very nervous and clammy. He's rubbing his hands across his face because he knows that it's true. And it's making him, it's hard. See, this is what happens in the NFL. People fall in love with arm talent. And then they don't realize that over 50% of what the quarterback needs is up here.
1: And he's too smart for his own good, just like Jay Cutler. Supreme arm talent that you can fall in love with. Maybe the most ready quarterback coming out of the draft to play a game right now doesn't mean you're ever going to be successful. You have to have upside. The kid's too smart for his own good. The whole Silver Spoon thing, the heart's been – his heart has been questioned by too many people. Too many people I trust and know. Yeah. To
0: And know him well.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, look, I dude, I think Baker Mayfield needs to go at three. No. Would I take him over Josh Rosen at three if I had to? Yes. Because in the fourth quarter, when it comes down to guts time, that kid's got guts. Yeah, he, he does. He might screw it up, but he's going to do it with some guts. Yeah. Period.
0: And he'll learn from his mistakes.
1: Yeah. Better the, the opposite of, I know I'm going to throw a pick and walk off with my head down the entire locker room and choke you when you the get Jay there.
0: The Jay Cutler special. That is the Jay Cutler special. Here's, here's gonna, my
1: question to you, Hype Train. Okay. If Baker Mayfield throws a pick in a two-minute drill coming down to win a field goal, but he's doing it with Moxie, and he runs off, and he slaps the dude on the butt, Brett Favre style, that picked it off. The locker room's going to go, I love this dude. The next time we're out here together, that's going to work. Whereas Josh Rosen, I don't don't know this for a fact, I can see the Jay Cutler, I'm going to throw a pick, I'm going to walk off in the opposite direction of my team with my head down, and they all want to choke his ass when he gets to the locker room. (laughs) That is not how you build a franchise and a team. That's just what I've seen so far. I could be wrong, but when people question your heart and your guts – they ain't questioning that about Baker Mayfield, and nobody's questioning that about Josh Allen. Is Josh Allen quite ready to play now? No, but that's why you have McCown back. The biggest thing I think they did this offseason was bring Josh McCown back. I don't like the Bridgewater thing. We talked about that last week. Yep. But I'd give the Jets by far the best offseason of the AFC East.
0: The, all that being said, they still we still consider them the winners of
1: the AFC the, East the, AFC yes, East by and by the franchise, franchise. By far. Tremaine Johnson, McCown. I don't like the Bridgewater thing. The big trade up to three, I love. Forte retires, you add Isaiah Crowell. Safarian Jenkins is big. Yeah. He he was really good for them last year, and they didn't replace him with a tight end. So I got one of their biggest needs other than quarterback is tight end.
0: Okay. Hype train? I
1: have a headache. (laughs) You should.
0: So here's the thing is this, we're qualifying this because I think, yes, we can put them at, they've done the best so far. But isn't this a big qualifier on what they do with that third overall pick? Huge,
1: because huge. You don't you don't trade up to 3 and give up that much and not take quarterback.
0: Yeah, well, we know they're going to take a quarterback. It's just who are they going to take? And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people have them taking Rosen. A lot of people have them taking Rosen.
1: Where can Rosen succeed? Where does he need to be? He needs to be in LA or New York. Okay. Cuz you're also talking about a kid that doesn't mind speaking his mind and that mindset is a lot different than most people. So that's not flying in Buffalo. No. Whereas another place you've seen him rumored to be going. Um,
0: so let's let's talk about mm. let's talk about our guys over at the draft dudes at NDT Scouting who have the Jets going with Josh Allen as the third overall pick. You I like think Josh one? Allen's
1: the number two quarterback when this is all said and done. Okay. I think it's a really close 1A to Sam Darnold. I just okay. think people are going to fall in love with the SC and that Josh For Allen's sure. quite not ready to play because he was at Wyoming. I think he's got as much upside as Sam Darnold. I think he's 1A. I think he's going to be the second quarterback off the board. When it's all said and done, I think there's going to be a lot less of this risky stuff that we're talking about with Rosen, and Allen's going to be that quarterback. All right. And he doesn't have to play right now. I agree. The biggest thing.
0: Yeah, that's why you got McCown. Exactly. That's why you bring McCown back. And McCown's a
1: great guy of tutelage of a young guy. He's a great guy to grow under for a year and take over. And if they suck halfway through the year and you want to give this guy some reps, great. I don't think they're
0: going to suck with McCown. No, no. I no, don't I, think that's a good roster. They should have
1: won eight games last year. They for lost sure. like three games in the fourth yeah. quarter. They had leads. I mean, they were, they were competitive. When you're and talking that about what you thought swaggy. was going to be the worst. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Were, uh, Tremaine
1: Johnson's going to add to that.
0: For sure. So, what else, Hype Train, since Jake said they got to go after a tight end, what else, what are some positions of need as the, as the Jets fan in the room? What are you looking at from the draft perspective and even still with free agency going on?
2: So this is something that I've wanted them to address for a little while now. And I look at this team, and I, I still think they need a long-term answer at running back. I don't think it's Isaiah Crowell. I could but see you that, But yeah. you could pick one of those up in the third, fourth, fifth round. Very, and get very deep running back Yeah, so draft. you're fine there. I would love for them to really, really look at the offensive line because since, since the Nick Mangold era, it has not gone well at any of these positions. They've just been rotating guys in and out. And they, and they have some staples – Remember, they got uh, Brandon Shell from the Broncos in a trade, and I like that move. But there there are just th- some things there on that line that I just don't like. Like Brian Winters doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Yeah. So I would like them to grab some depth at that, Listen, at that spot as well. It's
1: getting a little late, though. If you got to take a quarterback at one, you could stretch to try to get a playmaking running back early in the second. Losing to Mario Davis to me is big. I could see Todd Bowles wanting a veteran linebacker. You could maybe get by with a year or two that you don't have to take a, run- a linebacker at two. Um, they need Darren Lee to really step up, stay healthy, and be the playmaker he's supposed to be. I mean, he was another um, Ryan Shazier type coming out of yeah. Ohio State. They really need him to play. Uh, I like the offensive line stuff he's talking about. I mean, you can't have a veteran quarterback or a young quarterback come in, and dude, by the way, before Nick Mangold, I mean, had Kevin Mawai, and then Nick Mangold for about 20 years. I mean, the center position was as good as it's yeah. ever been in the NFL for a franchise for a quarter century. So they, they definitely need to Listen, upgrade there. But you're running out of time. Yeah. You can't do all this in the draft.
0: No, you can't do, do all this in the draft. And the reality is, with the exception of about five teams in the NFL, everybody needs to upgrade their offensive line. It's for a sure. position It's a position sure. of need for pretty much the entire NFL. All that
1: being said, it was a really bad roster that overachieved last year, and they got better. They got a lot better yep, this offseason.
0: They sure did.
2: And the one thing that I will just add is they don't have the draft capital anymore. They they used a lot of it to make For this sure. move to get three. So
0: well, they better get. They, they better, have to hit a home run at exactly. three
2: because they're not going to be picking in the second round in this year's draft because they moved that pick to move up. So yeah. they're not. They don't have the luxury teams like the Browns have, who have like six picks in the first. In the yes, top, see, that's why
1: I don't really like the trade to go from six to three when there's this many quarterbacks. There's not a ton that separates them. I mean, you're talking about a little bit of a different story taking one of these guys at six. No, you. Bet- you gave up you, a bunch to move up to three. I don't know that there's that much that separates any of these guys to do that.
0: It's it's very much like how I felt with the Bears last. Last year. Listen, Trubisky turns out to be the guy long term, looks great. He doesn't turn out to be the guy long term, you look like a moron. Yeah. That's the reality. Because if you if you pick the if if either one of these guys, if they pick Josh Allen or Josh Rosen and they become the starter for the next 15 years, it doesn't matter what you gave
1: up. RG3. That's that's exactly way too much. The Rams are just now coming out of that. For sure.
0: It the ramifications are huge. If you give up a lot to move up and you don't hit it out of the park, it, you, GMs lose their job, coaches lose their jobs, things turn over, and rosters are completely flipped upside down. Next team we're going to talk about is the Bills. The Bills are picking 12 and 22 in the mock that I am looking at right now. It has the Bills moving up to the four spot to pick Josh Rosen.
1: Again, mistake.
0: Which I which I agree with, but do you? I see them trying desperately desperately to move up into the top five to take a to take a quarterback.
1: Another team that on paper last year made zero sense to yeah. play as good as they did. That exactly. was well-coached, well-game-planned, stayed fairly healthy. Shady had a big year. Tyrod played pretty well at times. They weren't as good as they played.
0: No, okay? but they moved on from Tyrod. You Ty have Rod. two
1: first-round picks mm-hmm. on a team that's 7-9, 8-8, and, nine, eight and eight mm-hmm. if you're healthy. Take both first-round picks. Don't move up to take a quarterback that has so much risk that dude's personality ain't fitting in Buffalo. I play there. I tell you right now, it ain't flying in western New York. It might fly in east New York, but it okay. ain't flying in western New York. Okay. I do not like that at all. You have way too many good players in this draft. You have 12 and 22. That's two starters. you got to stay where you're at. Pipe
0: Train, in the draft wire mock... Who do they have? Who do they have the bills taking? Because I saw that the bills in the draft wire mock they had them taking a the cornerback out of Louisville. Isn't that correct? They took a cornerback out of Louisville. Uh, yes.
2: Let me let me pull that up. I know with twenty two the draft uh, the draft wire draft had them taking. Uh, Mason Rudolph, okay, the quarterback out of... So getting
0: a quarterback late in the Yeah, 22. Round. And
2: then with 12, I believe the team that we'll talk about a little bit later, the Miami Dolphins, took a quarterback right in
1: front yeah, of them. Yeah, Lamar
0: Jackson was taken right in front of them in that And then
2: they ended up with Denzel Ward is the name that's sticking out okay. in my mind. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm going to
1: check here yeah. real that's quick. That's what they... They need playmakers. Yes. Whether it's offensive or defensive playmakers, it Shady's is all they got. They need playmakers. Denzel Ward at 12 would be a playmaker... He apparently is Marshawn Lattimore. Everybody's got him rated almost the exact same way coming out. Not scared to hit you in the mouth. Makes plays. Makes picks. That's what they need. And then they need a receiver on the other side to do that again. DJ Chark could move up into that 22 territory. I think he might go a little bit higher than that before this is all over with. The 4-3-4 at the combine. We're talking about the receiver at LSU. Uh, I think it's going to jump way up.
0: Okay, I, look at, I look
1: at this group, and wide receiver was the position I was just going
2: to throw out because Kelvin Benjamin, a far cry from what he used to be in, in Carolina. It just, just didn't really work in He's Buffalo the been, way yeah, I thought it was going to. He's never that guy again. Uh, Jordan Matthews, they got in the trade with Philly. That doesn't really do a whole lot can't for Can't run,
1: can't run. They need speed. And then and and playmaker.
2: Then, and then let's look at it. I mean, Andre Holmes, Zay Jones. I mean, there's just uh, not a whole lot there. Uh-huh. So here's a name I'll throw out. Calvin Ridley. Who is probably is going to be available around that twelve spot? So if all the quarterbacks are off the board at that point, and and there's not a Lamar Jackson or maybe a Baker Mayfield that falls that far, that's a stretch.
1: That's a stretch. They might be able to do that there. I I like Calvin Ridley there. I I don't think I don't think Calvin Ridley will be there, and I think Denzel Ward is rated higher than Calvin Ridley. So if they're both there, I think. But that's what I'm talking about. Those are the kind of guys, home run hitters on both sides of the ball that can make a difference immediately. Play a lot of zone in that defense, or true man to man corner maybe is not what you need at twelve. Calvin Ridley maybe makes a little bit more sense if he's there, but they got to have home run hitters to go with Shady or you can't score enough points to win this division.
0: Yeah, I think the big thing here is a lot of – I'm looking at three separate mocks that all have the Bills moving up, trading with the Browns to get the fourth overall pick and the Browns getting back both picks, 12 and 22. That would be a home run for the Browns. Bro,
1: the Browns have already hit it out of the freaking yeah, park that would the be, entire offseason. You would, pull that off at this point?
0: Yeah, that would be a home run for the Browns and – Man, another one of those things with the Bills. You give that all up, you better be picking your guy. The
1: bills Mafia, my be,
0: be
2: throwing so the management sure. through tables if that happens.
0: better be so sure. Yeah, what you got, Hype Train? I'll
2: throw out one more name for you. I look at the safety position here in Buffalo, and I don't love it. It doesn't jump off the page of me. They have Micah Hyde. That's,
1: you know, they got old, him. Old but old. solid. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and uh, Jordan Poyer is another one. It just none of it jumps Meh. off the page for me. Here's a name, Derwin James. He may be available when they pick at twelve. Mm. That may be a player. he getting
0: a little stretch. There? It, it might
2: be, but I mean, let's just look. Uh, the draft wire might playmaker though. Him though. Playmaker. Multi.
1: Yeah, I mean, so. multi-specialty guy. He's not really a safety. He's not really a linebacker. He's in the box. He's doing a lot of different stuff. But he's a playmaker. He's going to get his hands on the ball.
0: You don't love it, I can tell.
1: Twelve's a funny place. It's high. Yeah. No, for
0: That's sure. That's high. Yeah. Twenty-two.
1: Yeah, How you could take. You could stretch at twenty-two. Sure. You can. You can reach a little bit. It all depends on – and so many teams do this differently, but if you go with the tried-and-true method of take the best player available, makes your team better regardless of where you're at. Now, that all comes down to who you have as the best available player at 12. There's going to be some really good ones.
0: Okay, let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins sit at the 11th overall pick right now. I've seen two mocks where they take Lamar Jackson. Now, I think that's really interesting because Ryan Tannehill – are we are we sure? Are they not in on Tannehill? Are they unsure what he's coming back from? Because this is uh, that's an early spot to take another quarterback again, when you have Ryan Tannehill coming back. But they that to me, if they take somebody there, that to, that to me says we're not sure how Tannehill's going to come back. That's that has what that to be means.
1: that has to be what it is that they're not sure about Tannehill. Tannehill's a good player. Yes, he is. Now coming off of this injury, two years in a row. I love Lamar Jackson, so don't get me wrong when no, I say I, this. So but do they got to be out of their freaking minds at eleven to take Lamar Jackson. I agree. If these quarterbacks, because now you're talking about the fourth or fifth guy, yeah, at at sure. five of these quarterbacks are gonna be going to go in the top eleven this year. That's insanity. That is pure panic by a bunch of idiots that it's don't know happen. what the hell they're doing. That all have jobs. Yeah, it's craziness. Yep. And I love Lamar Jackson. I can see him going at eleven because I think he needs to jump ahead of a couple other guys. I don't. I don't love the running back position down there. Drake played really well towards the end of the year, but yes, Williams did. is gone. They don't have the one-two punch. They signed Frank Gore. Got rid eh. of Jar-
0: no Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, who... Was the mo- what was that crazy stat? He, he the has m- the
1: most catches in the first four years of anybody yeah. in the history of the NFL over Anquan Bolden by, like, 64
0: yeah, that's catches in- or yeah, something. Yeah, that's insane.
1: But if you go back and look at that stat that I threw out this year... 80% of his catches are within five, line, five yards of the line of scrimmage. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal run after the catch. Not a speed guy. Runs great routes, great hands, that kind of stuff. But you're going to you're missing a solid dude. Now, they've got Parker. They've got Stills. They've got some weapons if they stay healthy. I don't know that Lamar Jackson really fits what they do. No. And I don't really know what Adam Gase does. And then he brings in Dow Loggins. I, I don't know what that offense is going to look Adam like, but be- I know Tannehill is a lot more... Solid to run it than anybody else.
0: Yeah. And the
1: 11 th- is, again, high.
0: The thing Take with,
1: the best player available. You're not that good.
0: So here we have on this mock from NDT Scout, and they have a linebacker out of Georgia coming out Roquan? S- Roquan Smith. Yeah. Which, defensively, they're going to have to get better. They're old.
1: Lawrence they, Timmons is, is past his prime. They're old. They Kiko the dom- Alonso is the solid, but he's not.
0: Sue's out, obviously. We talked about that. They're See, that really-
1: makes sense, though. That's the best player available that makes your team better instantly. You're throwing in a middle linebacker that can run, that's coming out of the SEC. Is an instant starter. Yeah. You're better than you were before you took that. See,
0: pick. why so listen? You is take a, Lamar
1: Jackson who's not ready to play at eleven, you're not that good anyway. He sits for a year. What did you do? You didn't make your team any better.
0: This is a more of a philosophical question, but I want both of you to answer this question. Just because I think this is very interesting. Why is it so often? Because I think draft strategy-wise, if everybody just picked the best player the best player available, okay, based off of need, which I totally understand. But you said it, a lot of guys who get paid a lot of money, but who are really bad at their jobs are gonna freak out. And take quarterbacks early when they don't deserve. They shouldn't be going that early. Why does that happen?
1: Fan bases have no patience. Owners have no patience. GMs panic. And head coaches have no patience because if a GM and a head coach aren't on the same page, one of the two is getting fired in two or three years. Yes. And if a GM takes a quarterback that's not ready to play and that quarterback and that coach is then playing with somebody else and they get hurt, that record sucks. That owner's pissed. That GM wants to save his job. That coach is out. Period. The business of the NFL. You better all be on the same page. Unfortunately, that doesn't really exist. Yeah, there are very, very few franchises that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, the Patriots are one of them because the head coach and the GM is the same dude, <laughs> and he's bulletproof.
0: See, and that's where I look at it and I go, "You're all—all all of you are trying to figure out what the how to be the Patriots, but none of you listen to what that they what they do."
1: By the way, one thing you said contradicts it. So if you're taking the best player available, you're not doing it based on need. That's what the biggest misconception of the average fan thinks that, okay, because Mel Kuyper puts needs on the draft thing and you're looking every day.
0: Yeah, but you always need be- guys.
1: Right. That's what That would be my argument. You don't argument. take for need until the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. If you're basing this on the best player available and you have 12 scouts and all your coaches and everybody's involved and you've had draft meetings for months, you're taking the best player available, period, not based off need, period, based off of your board. Yep. Now, your board might have some of that in there with some need based, you know built into it. But you're not doing it off a of need. You're doing it off the best player available to so, make your team better, period.
0: So that would be where I bring in an example of fans freaking out, but, the, but a GM making the right decision. So Arizona Cardinal fans over the last couple of years have freaked out not taking a quarterback. But I take the example of drafting a guy like Buda Baker. Because Buda Baker was not a need position. They did no, not. No, they meet. were deep. They were deep at that position.
1: Tyvon Branch gets hurt. Tyron Matthew moves around. is the but same look guy. Goes prob- to the Pro but Bowl. look
0: at who's now probably going to play a, a huge role in his second season coming out where you didn't draft for need. No. You drafted the best you trade player. You traded up
1: and took the best player you had on your board. They had Buddha at like 19 or 20. because yeah. the top available players. They got him at 36. That is a great draft. Yeah. Period. Uh, based off your board and all of the stuff that you put into it, that's a great pick.
0: See, I don't think this is rocket science. I think everybody makes it a little bit too harder than it needs to be. What you got a over there, thing. hype train? Well, here's the other
1: thing. We could talk about
2: Roquan Smith and how he fits the Miami Dolphins and how that's a great fit. That's not flashy. That's not sexy
1: to the fans. What do fans like? Quarterbacks, wide receivers, yeah, running off- backs, and players. Fans don't kill me for saying this, but most fans are stupid. Yes. Fan stands for fanatic. People right. get.
0: Who don't know how this works? Roquan
1: Smith fits every team, right? All 32. And that is sexy as hell when you have a star middle linebacker that's Patrick Willis coming out of Ole Miss, big, fast, physical, playing in the SEC, and plays all three downs. That is as sexy as it gets if you're a fan. You ought to be ecstatic on all 32 teams. Whoever gets that player ought to be,
0: ah! This is we what are set <laughs> at middle
1: linebacker for the next 10 years. Can that you, is as important on defense you, as a freaking quarterback on offense. Can you do that sound effect again? No, I can't. That's okay. as, as a, a once a show type thing.
0: So here's the thing. I think what we've decided is we need to redefine what sexy is for the casual fan. That's what we've decided. We need to enlighten the casual fan so they know that picking a linebacker who's a badass at 11 is still sexy doesn't mean you, – you don't have to go get a quarterback. You don't have to cool. take Lamar there. Take, take the best let player. Me, let me
1: ask you a very simple question. Okay. Is sexy a dude that plays 65 plays a game, has 12 tackles – a tackle for a loss, maybe a sack, maybe a pick, or a quarterback that was badass in college and sitting on the freaking bench holding a clipboard. Which one's sexier on Sunday this fall? Because <laughs> last yeah. time I checked, you don't win any damn games in April.
0: That's exactly right.
1: You win them September through December.
0: That's exactly right. And if
1: a dude ain't playing, he ain't helping. That ain't sexy. Um, I don't give a damn what the Heisman Trophy looked like three years before.
0: Yep.
1: And I love Lamar Jackson, but if he ain't playing for you on Sunday,
0: I'm with you. That ain't sexy. The Saints, I think of the Saints draft last year and how good of a phenomenal. draft they did. And what they did was take the best players at that time. Period. End of sentence. Two rookie of the year like the best players. They had the best draft
1: at phenomenal value.
0: Yes. It's see I think the what we've learned here is that I'm going to I'm going to find out a way to become the owner of a team. I'm going to finesse my way in. You're going to finesse your way into that $2 I'm gonna, billion? Dollars. Yes, I'm going to finesse my way in. And Let then me I'm know gonna, how you
1: pull that one off. And then
0: I'm going to hire you two to run my team. I'm in. Okay? I'm in uh, as well. The last team here is the we do everything our way and nothing how everybody else does. That is New England Patriots. Because I think Jake's quote earlier when we were show prepping was they're going to draft somebody out of North Presbyterian State who's a Patriot guy because that's what they do. They dr- that is what they do. They take do. the best
1: available, best available Pats dude. Yep. Regardless if you've ever heard of him.
0: They don't you care. Know, you
1: know what the great thing about Patriots fans are, as much as they drive me crazy? They will clap their asses off. For sure. No matter who that draft pick is, because they know Bill's done his research, and he's going to plug him in a place that he's going to make a freaking play.
0: That's exactly right. That's Period. That's exactly right. What you got over there, Hype Train? I
2: got two names for you that fit that description. Okay. Marcus Davenport, the edge rusher at a UTSA. Yep.
1: And I got... <sighs> Leighton Vanderesh, the linebacker out of Boise State. There you Small go. Small school, love big, it. big production, high upside guys that he can plug in the Patriot way.
0: Uh, this one, our, I'm looking at the mock here. NDT Scouting has Isaiah Oliver, the cornerback coming out of Colorado, because they need a they need a cornerback opposite Malcolm. B- Gilmore. Malcolm Butler's gone, and they need they Danny need,
1: Amendola's gone, James White's gone, Alan Branch is gone. They kept Rex Burkhead, added Jeremy Hill, and I love the trade for Danny Shelton. Yeah, Danny Shelton doesn't fit a lot of defenses. But with Alan Branch gone, and you go back to all those big pluggers that they have because Bill wants to stop the run first, period, end of story. Danny Shelton's only a two-down guy, but they didn't give up a ton to get him. He's a former yep. top-20 pick. I mean, that's that's I, I like huh. that trade. I think, I think they had a solid Patriot offseason.
0: Yeah, and they will probably get a cornerback at 31. I think that's probably what they will do. And it might be somebody none of us have ever heard of because that's just what they do. What you got?
2: DraftWire has them taking Jair Alexander, the corner out of Louisville, which was just it's just that's a home run for them. If if, they they, get if him. he's
0: there at thirty one and they get him, that's great. That that's a phenomenal. And that will be like the most Bill Belichick Patriots thing of all time. Him being there at thirty one and them taking him.
1: Yeah, but that's what they do. I know. I mean they look, they had the least to gain this sure. off season. They're so they're always... they're not gonna have a great offseason. They went to the freaking Super Bowl again.
0: Yeah. No, Offense they...
1: is pretty much set. Yep. Now losing Nate Solder hurts. For sure. That's the left tackle that, that Brady's had for a long for a time. a long time. He's been there forever, but he needed to go get paid. I saw a stat earlier about him and Costanzo coming out, and Solder actually went ahead of Costanzo and has made like $2 million less a year for their entire career. It was time for him to leave and go get yeah, paid. Had yeah, had go,
0: go get your money, He had to go dude. get
1: paid. That hurts. Uh, that's another one that they lost, but...
0: They're the Patriots. They're the
1: Patriots, man. That's just what they do. I mean, they, they their off-seasons make no sense. Their drafts make no sense. And they're in the freaking Super Bowl every year. But it's Brady and Belichick and then a bunch of dudes that they put into place that plug and play all seem to work. Uh, the Patriots have two second-round picks this year because they got one in the Jimmy Garoppolo trade. I Oh, by the way, that's almost a first. So they'll be like, what, 31 and 34?
2: I will predict right 35. now that of their f- – they have four picks through the first three rounds. At least two of them will be players on either line, offensive or defensive line. Okay. I look at this team, and I think those are the two areas that they really need to beef up, and I think that they will try
1: to address those. Of those four picks, three will be starters.
0: So you guys think any – because the other mock that I'm looking at says that the old Patriots are going to facilitate a trade with those two second-round picks.
2: I can see that. They could do that too. I mean,
1: there's probably going to be a handful of teams.
0: Or the one and the second – to turn into something earlier on in the first round,
1: I can see that if they got a guy that they really like, I and mean, that's a lot of picks for them. They don't for have sure. that many places. They got they have more holes than they've had in the past, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: they four picks. I, I think they need all four. Not only but that,
0: not only an that, an instant
1: starter, yeah. big time player, where you can maybe take thirty one and what are they at, thirty thirty one and 38, 37 because Garoppolo went five and zero, whatever. Yes. That, that, ended being, that ended up being a phenomenal trade for the 49ers, by the way. They could move that up if they move up to 15 or 16, maybe 18. Yeah, Big-time impact player. This, this first round is deep. This first yeah, two this rounds is really deep with a lot of different positions.
0: Yeah, and the thing is with the Patriots, their holes are deeper, and man, oh, man, some of these other teams, the Eagles, a team that they lost to, got better in the offseason. The Rams are on a rampage, for a lack of a better phrase. Just, there's a lot of teams, a lot of younger teams, with not a 40-year-old quarterback going into this year. I mean, that's... Then the AFC
1: didn't really do a lot. No, of so course you're, not. So you're still right there.
0: Of course. They They will be. They'll be right there. Absolutely. They'll be right there like they They better watch are. out for
1: the Browns. I'm just kidding. But the Browns are still going to make I'm <laughs> telling you, man. If and I don't think I've ever... Well, it'd be hard to not get better when you went
0: 0-16. Yeah, there's only that up. Defense, they can only go up.
1: People... I've been saying this all year. Go look at the stats from oh, that they defense were great last year. last year. And they were on the field a ton
0: if their offense was anything but trash, they it would have won games. It
1: would be harder to get th- that much better that the Browns are going to be this year. Like, if they only win four or five games, it is a freaking it's a travesty. debacle yeah. for the offseason that you've had. And that's before they've got all these but picks that's in the draft. Cle-
0: that's what Cleveland does. And
1: they're going to ruin it by not taking Barkley number one.
0: Okay. Hype Train, Do you got anything else besides uh, you continuing your bashing of the Browns because you're you are saying that they are not going to take them one.
2: Uh, yes. I think we are going to see two of these AFC teams, AFC East teams take a quarterback in the first round, the Bills and the Jets being the two. Yep. I think the Dolphins will if the board falls their way, but they have so many other needs and they already have an established quarterback on their roster. And the Patriots are going to do Patriot things.
0: Yeah, if we get three if we get three quarterbacks in the first round for this this division, it's a, it's a bad it's bad for the division.
1: It's all, the, look that is all stupid. of the stuff we just talked about. Are the Patriots winning the division next year? Yes. Who's finishing second? The I want to say the Jets. Jets. I, I, I got the Jets and the Bills right Same. there at eight and eight with a chance yeah. to stay healthy and may, maybe be better than that.
0: I just don't know. What and to I to think expect the Dolphin. I think
1: the Dolphins take another step back. I think the coaching staff's fired. I think they they have a massive rebuild coming their way in the next year.
0: I just I I don't see a scenario in which the Dolphins. Are uh, an above-average team. No, even if Tannehill comes back in no, place, they, well. they help
1: their locker room issues, but they have organizational issues. Yeah, that they got to fix. Top, we of
0: the I thought Adam Gase might lose his job this off season.
1: I, from what I heard, it was close. Yeah, that's and good.
0: we'll, see. we'll I, see. I don't
1: know that they did anything to help him.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like they did. All right. Jake, how can everybody follow you on Twitter for your draft takes?
1: Jake B. Arians. We are getting close. I'll start throwing some stuff out there soon.
0: Yeah, we are getting close. Um, and you can follow me at the underscore sports page. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes by searching for the sports page. But for Jake Arians and Hype Train behind the producer, Mike, I'm Paige Demacos. Thank you for listening to the sports page.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.